Hello, what is going on, everybody? It is David B. Foster, your host. And, of course, you know the B stands for blessed. Look, I hope you guys have had a great week. Uh, we are into a new month, uh, halfway through the year, almost halfway through the year. Uh, but technically, we are in the sixth month of the year. Look, if you're listening to this, um, hopefully you are subscribed to our podcast. And if you are subscribed, we hope you've been enjoying or have been enjoying the content that we have been posting. And if you have been enjoying the content, I would hope that you would share this um, show and this episode uh, with someone that you um, are connected to. Because if you connect us to them, then they'll be connected to us, right? Look, I hope you have enjoyed our past three podcasts. Uh, they were entitled the five of the most successful people I know. Now, God has graced us. He's blessed us, my wife and I. We have been afforded opportunities to know people, like really, really know people. <clears throat> um, grow up, Grew up with some people. Um, became friends with people, other people later on in life. And so people have done some phenomenal and amazing things. And, you know, God is blessed to be able to call those people friends. And so I hope you enjoyed those five people. Those are not the only successful people I know. Those were just the people that I, I thought about that came up in my spirit and that I wanted uh I would say God really wanted me to connect those people to share some of the things they had. Um, and so we had Pastor, I'm going to just run back through our list, Pastor Alan Carr, <clears throat> J. Kaitlyn Carr's father. Um, we had Pastor Derek Ryan. He is the um, husband of Latrice Ryan, Latrice Ryan Ministries. And also, uh, he's the assistant or executive pastor in Light of Glory International Church. And then we had um, Dr. Jessica Clements, and she is definitely um, a game changer. She's been afforded the opportunity to be in various conferences, from Bitcoin Rodney to Ryan Lestrange and everybody in between. Um, so um, she was on... Uh, one of our podcasts. Today, my good brother, friend, my kids, Godfather, on Roe Williamson. Roe Williamson. Um, hope you checked out his. And last, according to certain at least, I had the incomparable Vieira Boyd on, Char Tank alum, um, mom boss, girl boss. And just boss period, you know, just uh, even want to put an agenda on it. But she's a great, great, great friend of mine, definitely my sister. And she was on. So, look, go back and check those out if you did not check them out. If you found them to be um, helpful or inspirational or you found the contact to be, the content to be sustainable and uh, something that you felt was worthy to be listened to, look, go ahead and share that with somebody else. So look, today I want to get into um, talking about environments and the words that we come in contact with in our environments and how our 
environments are affected by the words that we hear. Like I want you to do two things. I want you to think about two things for me real quickly. What type of conversations have you had this week? What type of conversations have you had this month, right? And I don't know how far you can jar your memory. What type of conversations have you had this year, right? And secondly, I want you to think about where were those conversations held at? And so I mean that, look, if you thought of some conversations you've had this past week or this past year, they must be memorable. Um, They could be positive or negative, but where were those conversations held at, right? I remember saying that we grew up on, I probably first heard this saying around um, 1991, um, I believe, it had to be 91, maybe 92, conversation runs the nation, right? I remember, I remember exactly what it was. I was in high school going up the stairs. And my neighbor across the street, he had a cast on his arm. And, look, I knew this man, his arm was already healed, but he still was wearing his cast around. Like, he had fixed it some kind of way to put it on his arm. And I was like, I was like, man, why you still got that cast on? He was like, because, he said, if I have this conversation, if I have this cast on, somebody's going to ask me what happened. And he was like, conversation rules the nation. Right. And so um, I always remember that. And of course, that's something that um, many of us have heard. But it's true. It's true. Right. It's true because um, you have to ask yourself. In these conversations you've had this week or this past week, you know, not only, you know, can you remember them? Do you remember what was being said? And more importantly, not only what was being said, do you remember what was being heard? What was being heard? Because it's not necessarily what's said, it's what you hear that's going to affect your life. Remember this, your world is shaped by your words. I'm going to say it one more time. Your world is shaped by your words. If you don't like what you're seeing in your life, guess what? You need to change what you're saying. And if you do like what you're saying, you need to keep saying what you're saying, right? Or you need to double down on what you're saying, right? One of the uh, many things that we've heard growing up, people in my particular age group, we heard sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. I'm here to tell you, look, words hurt. And some words, they hurt for a lifetime, right? And so it's important for you to have good conversations because good conversations breed good environments. If you um, think about it, that good environments, they're really built off of conversation. They're not necessarily built off of location. Right? That's how you can have someone who grew up, right? And um, someone who grew up in the projects will have a successful track in life and will live a life um, 
that society or the world onlookers would deem successful. And then you can have someone who grew up in a mansion in an affluent neighborhood and they can have all kind of turmoil, all kind of um, hectic and chaotic situations occur in their life and it can even cause them to go down deep and dark roads. Why? Because it's not necessarily location as much as it is conversation. What is being said and what is being heard? Because whatever is being said will determine where you're being led. Hmm, that's good. Look, whatever is being said will determine where you're being led. The wrong conversation will cause you to lose touch with the right location. Oh, I know I said something good there. Look, the wrong conversation will cause you to lose or to um, be put out of or to be separated from the right location, right? Look at Adam. To my Adam in the Bible, Adam was in the right location, right? But guess what? He was in the right location, but he allowed the wrong conversation to get him kicked out of the right location, right? And not only was it the right location, and see, we got to be careful with that because we can be having, we can be like Adam. We can be like Adam. Adam was exactly where God wanted him to be. I want you to think about this. God placed Adam there. Adam didn't go there. He didn't move there. He didn't, you know, um, get relocated by his job there. He didn't feel a strong conviction to go by God and move to this place. He didn't meet Eve, and they moved back to uh, Eve's mother's hometown, right? No, Adam was placed in Eden because that's where God wanted him to be. And many times we're placed where God wants us to be. But guess what? We'll be in the right location, but we'll be having the wrong conversation. The wrong conversation will cause us to be separated from the right location, right? And so look, he threw it all away for the wrong conversation. And many of us, we're throwing our lives away. We're throwing our destinies away. We're even throwing our dreams away because we're having the wrong conversations, right? We're having the wrong conversations, right? And your conversation will determine if you're in a good or bad location, right? Because locations are conducive. Um, or they should be conducive to your dreams. They should be conducive to your destiny. They should be conducive to what God has called you to do. As a matter of fact, it's not just conducive, it's critical, right? It's it's critical that you are in the right location, right? A cheetah is the fastest animal or the fastest land animal. Um, no animal can outrun a cheetah. But if you put a cheetah in the ocean... Guess what? A turtle can outswim him. Why? Because he's now in the wrong location, right? And if a cheetah uh, finds himself trying to raise a turtle, guess what? That means he's not in the wrong location. He's had the wrong conversation, right? And now he's trying to prove something uh, to someone who he shouldn't even be 
having a conversation with. They're just like Adam, Eve, and the snake in the garden, right? When God placed Adam in the garden, he already knew the snake was there. He already knew the serpent was there. But Adam did not realize that the authority and the power that he had in that location, right? Because he had a certain power because God gave him to him. And he didn't realize what their power was. Their power was, was the conversation or the words that were placed on the inside of Adam. Remember now, the scripture tells us, and um, when, uh, if you look at the Bible, I'm going to get to uh, um, turn this into a Bible study, but if we look back at the story of Adam and Eve, it's very important that we look at the fact that God gave Adam a unique ability, right? Out of all of his creation, whatever we want to say, if it was dinosaurs, if it was um, like the cheetah we talked about, or eagle who's flying majestically, um, a dolphin that swims so gracefully, right? Out of all of God's creation, only one of them had a unique ability, and that unique ability was to speak words, right? And so now he, Adam, had the ability to speak words because in the story we understand that it says God brought the animals to Adam, and Adam named each animal, right? He named each, each animal, and whatever he named that animal, that's what that animal became. I believe um, Adam named some things, and some of the things took on certain characteristics after the naming. I believe that the full formation, creation, right, and manifestation was done when the name was given, right? Because there's something about a name. Why? Because a name is words, right? You know, if you think about some of the people you grew up with, some of the people that's maybe in your family, uh, some of the people who you used to be friends with, you're no longer friends with, right? Or somebody perhaps that's turning positive, somebody you've met and you are friends with and you are in a relationship with, that now when you hear their name or you hear these words, guess what? A certain conversation starts to happen in your mind, right? We may call them thoughts, but there's a certain conversation that starts to happen in your mind. Why? Because there's power in conversation, right? And so you have to look at yourself and ask yourself, what type of conversations am I going to have this week, right? Um, am I going to allow my location to determine my conversation? See, there's one type of conversation that happens in the club, right? And then there's another conversation that should happen in the church. Now, you can have a good conversations in bad places and, vi and vice versa. You can have bad conversations in good places, right? But the majority of the time, the location determines the conversation, all right, and so if you think about what we said back to Adam, the enemy would have never came to Adam if Adam was not in the right location. Um, help somebody right there. You got to understand 
that if you're facing the enemy, if you're facing um, uh, friction, if you're facing obstacles, if you're in detrimental situations, you're facing resistance, that's what I'm looking for, and you're trying to perhaps um, break through um, a particular barrier, you're trying to get to another level, you want to open up business, you want to begin to get this loan approved, you want to write a business plan, or you want to uh, uh, finish a book, right, Uh, you want to, um, you want to start um, 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 uh, working on your degree um, so that you can um, get your master's, right? Or you want to go back to school just to finish your bachelor's, whatever the case may be. You have to understand that it's, 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 going, to, it's going to bring about a certain um, opposing force. Why? Because when you're in the right location, I'm telling you, you can expect to, you can expect for people to start to bring you bad conversation. Yep, when you're in the place that God has desired and designed you to be, and God even wants you to be, um, and starts you wants you to be prosperous and wants you to go forward and move and do the things that He's called you to do. Guess what? You're gonna find resistance. You're gonna find doubters. You're gonna find naysayers. You're gonna find detractors. You're gonna find those who will speak negatively about what you're trying to do, dreaming to do, attempting to do right, or even aspiring to do. Why? Because. That conversation is sent by the enemy. Now, remember, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, right? So that conversation, that negative conversation is sent by the enemy to discourage you and to get you out of your set place or get you out of the location that God has placed you to be in, right? And so what I want you to do this week is watch your conversations, Watch who you're talking to and watch what you're talking about, right? You know, they say the best conversationalist is not the person who talks, but the person who listens, Hmm. right? People like to talk to people, not necessarily the people who talk, because you do want to have some type of feedback. But you can provide positive feedback or uh, positive recourse or um, positive, um, you can't have positive input without being a great listener, right? I've learned that over the years. My wife and I have been together um, almost 30 years. And I'm telling you, look, you can uh, really build the fabric of your relationship by listening, right? When I listen to her and when she listens to me, that's important to us both, right? And so you have to be a great listener because a great listener will cause you to be a great conversationalist. In other words, you'll know exactly what to say. Back to the story in the Garden of Eden, if Adam would have listened carefully to what the enemy said and how he said it, right, then guess what? He would have been able to pick up on 
the enemy's intent and he would have been able to kick the enemy out of Eden because Adam had that ability and that power, right? Right? Let me say it like this. Let me get ready to wrap it up. Let me say it like this. If I tell my wife, if I say, um, if I tell her, if I say this, yeah, if I say, hey, are you going to get your hair done? Right? Versus, versus saying it like this. Hey, are you going to get your hair done? Right? You hear the difference in those two? Right? Voice inflections and the way I said it. Um, you, you think my wife is going to take one of those one way and one another? Yes. Why? Because she's now listening. She's just not um, involved in a conversation to say things. She's involved in a conversation to hear what's being said. And that's what I want you to realize. And that's what I want you to take from this this week. You're in conversations not just to say. You're in conversations to hear what's being said, right? And so, look, I want you to realize that, look, you are um, a person that has power. You have ability. And you are, um, matter of fact, just repeat after me. Repeat these other men. Say, say, I am made in God's image. Therefore, I matter. I belong. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I have the power to change my environment. Why? Because God says so. Because I am not just a great talker. No, I am a great listener. And I'm listening for the voice of God in every conversation that I have. Look, you need to repeat that. You need to uh, rewind it or whatever you need to do. Look, I felt this power on that. And that's going to be life-changing for somebody this week. Look, remember, if you're not subscribed, subscribe to the podcast. If you've enjoyed it, share this with somebody. If you know somebody who needs this, look, go ahead and shoot it right to them. And until next week, Remember, look, that God has designed for you to live the good life. Uh, we'll see you next week. Don't forget to tap in. Um, every Wednesday, we're here with a new broadcast. All right? Peace.